Bye. See you at home, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that sounds like a threat. <laughs> I'll see you, I'll see you at, at the home. playground Oops. three o'clock after school. <laughs> well, I have to give a shout out oh. to my children today because it was their first day of school. So fourth grade and seventh grade, respectively. It was my first day of school, too. Was it really? Yeah. Congratulations, no, wait, first day. Thursday. That was yesterday. Sorry. Yesterday. Well, belated congratulations. Thank you. Way to be back in the fucking mess of uh. <laughs> I'm putting big crystals in her eyes right now so you guys you know Bob I need my turquoise bag stat why don't you go here? out there and have fun car? with the girls and we'll have um, some more music hey, uh, <laughs> so, I got a bottle of water out there oh yeah awesome it's getting thirsty in here stop her she didn't lose her eye no way I, my face is ready for sparkles at all times um, but um, here hold on let me I'm sorry walk out. so while they're uh, rearranging uh, let's Sarah what's this uh, makeup you're uh, putting I on these times I don't know I trust her trust her judgment just some you know she told me you know come make me sparkly thank you come make this awkward what it's gonna happen i'm coming with all my crystals that i have which i have a lot of them and i brought mine too so together we're gonna like you won't even be able to see me you can't look at me you're gonna yeah, be like I, oh we, my we're god going to me because i want to figure out if i can like I, actually yeah. crystal you like yeah um, turns out nowhere there are some sparkles appearing on her face I'm, i can attest yeah. to this okay, but maybe. what are you gonna do i'm j i'm gonna if even if i go to the freaking door i'm gonna be fabulous doing it because <laughs> you have to because i have to i don't have to but well, everybody i, I almost feel like i have to live up to the name you know exactly, what i mean yeah. yep and I'm delightful uh, Dave, so hey. Um, <laughs> so let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's start this show. Um, yeah, let's right. start this show let's an hour. Let's get it. Let's cue up your music. Are we here yet? We're here yet. Here we are. Yeah. On the camera. Perfect. I'll take these. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're like totally, we're sparkle sharing. Mm -hmm. Oh, I want to give a shout out to Misha and Adriana. Uh, we're, we're, we're killing you, Sarah. We're, oh, we're, we're, we're killing you. We're having a music. Oh, see, your music. To your. There we go. Cool. <laughs> Check, 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 check. Oh, sorry. Take it up. There you go. Check, 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 check. Cool. All right, y'all ready? It's uh, it's called Ambition. Really ain't gonna give a big intro to everything. It's kind of what the songs are for. You know what I mean? So uh, let's just jump right into it. Living different, I've been having me some visions. I'm a man that's got a plan, so I'ma follow these ambitions. I remember feeling hopeless. I was crying in my kitchen. I was on both of my knees, praying like a fucking Christian. People gave me advice, but you know I never listened. So I found me a vice that was dirtier than the dishes. In my veins, I was spiked, hoping that I didn't miss it. I was sick every night. I felt like I was in prison, but that shit isn't right. So I'ma keep it in the past. Everybody hating on me, come and kiss my ass. Look, two lit crew, you ain't fucking with my squad empty out both of your pockets i want everything you got god i'm on the mountaintop now i'm feeling like a god this beat is hiroshima shit i'm finna drop a bomb motherfucker i exploded on the scene don't you know with my team popping bottles sniffing coke and blowing smoke dropping tabs and doing k i'm always looking for a lick this bitch claims she gay but she always on a dick she liked the way i talk and she liked the way i spit i'ma call this bitch lucy she's a motherfucking trip i'm starting to catch a nod i might need another
the bump Pop a molly, you can't stop me, I'ma fuck somebody up If you want it, come and get it, you can try me, test your luck Sorry if you think I'm a dick, yo, I don't give a fuck I'ma make the scene bloody like a bitch up on a rag I'ma cop a couple jannies, my jannies starting to drag Every day you spend living is a day closer to death So if I'm dying every day, that means I never need to rest I'ma get this fucking money, I've been on the hunt for years I still get sick to my tummy just from looking in the mirror I suffer with some problems and they're all pretty severe Some people think I'm crazy, shit, I just think that I'm weird Rest in peace to all my dead friends, nobody's forgotten Anybody throw dirt on your name, shit, I'ma pop them, I'ma stop Pull over and pop the fucking trunk Make you pussies bleed like it's the time of the fucking month My dog's behind bars doing life on a murder charge I'ma go so hard, do it, do it so large Anybody talking shit, we can squabble in the yard Like a constellation pussy, I'ma leave you seeing stars I'ma leave you seeing stars Look, mama, I'm a star like a constellation pussy I'ma leave you seeing stars Took me a little breather But I'm right back to the bars And I'm higher than a Martian I need a mansion on Mars That ain't high enough for me Few more drugs and then we'll see Light me up a spliff Take a hit while I sip on this lean You know how we do I love to keep it a double cup I don't play by no rules I do whatever I want You think your flow is sick? Shit, I think you fucking suck Coming up against the kid That's something you don't fucking want I'm gone Cool. All right. That was quiz. Oops, let me get Sarah back up here. Sarah, up, oh, Sarah. Up. Wait, I feel wait. like I'm there not going to take over Critter's talent acquisition um, management title. <laughs> but I'm, I mean, I, I guess I can give the, the credit to Carl here. Yeah. And my wife. Shout out, K-Man Fresh. <laughs> Carl works for, oh, we're not going to say who or what, but he, he fancies himself an airplane pilot. Yeah. Pilot, I, mechanic, mechanic. Whatever. Yeah. You know what? My well, stepdad went every mechanic for United as a mechanic for 30 years. <laughs> we call them pilots because without them, they couldn't fly anywhere. Yeah. I mean, right? Although he dropped a plane on his foot. Have you like had that particular <laughs> pleasure yet? That, that was a no, mm. but. Hell no. Nah. Not like just no, nah, no, nah, hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Carl's way too smart for that nonsense. <laughs> but um, shout out to Ron Weezy, our old neighbor in common, and neighbor Lady Jan. I don't know what's happening next to me. <laughs> what are you doing? Sarah's getting more makeup. Um, oh, hold on, hold on a second. Um, wait, let me, uh, oh, let's see, is that one? Or is that one? Oh, that one. Yeah, I just have to note that yeah. I can't find a tight socket in this radio station. All the sockets are loose. Oh, yeah. That's why we have this what? charging thing over here. So if you want to charge the electrical your sockets, electrical? I'm trying to charge yeah. <laughs> If you actually want to charge your phone, there's a real tra charger back here. Yeah, for sure. Right? Huh? <laughs> what did uh, I do? Yeah, I, I had it over here before for that reason because nobody. I, uh, I gotta go to Home Depot for this place, <laughs> right? Um, so let's uh, let's keep another pair of songs here. Let's see what you. Uh, let's see. I'm eating chips on the mic. Can you make a video? Uh, we gotta Sorry, we're we're we're, we're totally social mediaing right, right now. Right, right. 
<laughs> so, um, um, we'll Bob, what's the... Uh, actually, I shouldn't say Bob. Sarah, what's the um, yeah, Facebook Live audience been looking like? Um, well, we did have Facebook Live. If Bob... Okay, so here's, um, here's a public service announcement. Okay. If you're on somebody's Facebook Live, don't end it without their permission <laughs> or else they're going to murder your face. <laughs> now you start sleep. all over. No, that, that won't work because Bob doesn't sleep. What? Uh, he he okay. does it. And he wakes me up because I, I sleep die is what I do. I, no, I, he, told me, he told me, oh, I'm going to go wake her up. She needs to come. I'm like, okay. I have, um, <laughs> I have woken up an uncomfortable amount of times recently with Bob in my face. Yeah. In, in my house. bad situation with the banana <laughs> and you guys in bed? What? Oh, that was Critter's bed, actually. Okay, because I wasn't very clear on that. We're so cute. We're, we're cute. Well, I wasn't very clear. So if you ever touch that banana, you would understand. <laughs> Don't touch the banana. But, um, so I want. Cr well, Critter <laughs> happens to take her karaoke very seriously, and so in her bedroom, yeah, in the there's, microphone. Um, there's a big screen TV, and uh, you know she's got all the technology to like have a most awesome like karaoke experience. And so Bob and I were in Critter's bed. I only replaced Critter in her bed like just a few minutes earlier, because it was Bob and Critter and Critter. She's got a huge bed and. And one must lie in it right. sometimes. Did you did you see that picture of me, Critter, and Adriel? And we, we had the, the the table, like the TV tray with like the um, it was like a decanter looking thing with the shot glasses. I think it was no, Thursday, I, so. I wanna say. Okay. We stayed up late drinking tequila. Okay. But it's like a Critter's bed is like her house ish. I mean not, but she's got the whole karaoke set up. And so Bob and I were just kind of listening to potential karaoke duets. So it was a little bit of a romantic moment <laughs> until, until he told me that my skin was disgusting. Oh, we're losing you. He told me my skin was disgusting. Oh, was like oh. So that kind of ruined the romance. Oh, man. He said, your, skin, is, your skin is so Not gross. Not a good ex-boyfriend. I Jesus, said, oh, my what God. A fucking douche. Fuck you, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. So that's because uh, her skin uh, was gross. <laughs> that's when the friend zone was concreted or cemented <laughs> in, like, <laughs> forever. <laughs> Not that, it, not that it, it happened. I, it happened sometime last year, I feel. But like when you tell me that my skin is disgusting, you will well, ne you never touch it again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so quiz. Uh, what uh, here I, I am. Feel like next song we should probably should pick on him. Uh, right now. The next song I'm going to play for you is. Uh, it's actually one of the newer ones. It's only been heard at a few select open mic places. Uh, Carl hasn't even heard this one, so. It's fairly new, so bear with me. It's fast. It's uh, but I did say to him right when I walked in here, like I know the perfect song for this place by the vibe. It's called "Mind of a Maniac." Uh huh. So, all right. I just want to jump into it. Yeah. Yeah. Mind of a mind of a yeah yeah. Mind of a maniac, stop and throw this henny back Roll it up, hit it twice, cough once while I pat my chest I slept in a graveyard cause I could feel a murder coming Fuck it, I go off, chainsaws buzzing I'm chopping heads off by the dozen It could be a system of the babysitter or cousin Y'all haven't killed nothing Y'all haters just mad cause this shit flops and I'm buzzing I'm slaying, stop fussing I forgot, dog. I don't give a fuck Fuck em I'm going in, you ask for a song, drop and I'll give you ten Matter of fact, speaking of them Here's ten fingers wrapped around two pens Spinning webs, spitting venom 
them in different directions I'm hitting everybody Including family and friends This madness begins Take a journey through my mind You might not make it through to the end I'm just saying Once you enter I can't offer you a fucking hand Sorry bad luck buddy You stuck in the land of the damned I'm no Illuminati puppet These are just the results Of a psychotic episode That's now turned into a cult Now y'all dick riding me Because my shit is too raw But just last year Y'all said I wouldn't make it at all That I'd fall I'd crumble Stay addicted to drugs Now I'm a motherfucking giant Here to smash on you bugs I fight and I fuck I drink and I cuss I get buzzed Grab this mic and I bust So fucking what? Nobody can fucking stop me Y'all ain't crazy enough I ain't doing fucking shows Nobody paying enough You in love? Oh fuck Now you saying too much Steal me away from the game? Not a chance you slut I'm dropping nuclear bombs And packing warhead missiles If I step in the parking lot School's out Early dismissal My thoughts are off the charts I'm mental dark and dismal These bars got fucking lost When I dropped the two bombs And a missile Now y'all thinking Oh fuck I forgot that he dropped them USSR Do we got a fucking problem I'm drinking a Bud Light While I'm packing a bowl Slow your roll little bro You ain't packing no more But I'm still down to party Maybe I'll just pop a molly Grab some bottles of Hennessy Just to play some over Tommy Maybe snap a pic And we can photoshop in a Bugatti Same bottles Turn them to models Make their booties pop on top me Fuck it It's all about the cloud It's all about the shade You ain't consistent in this game Motherfucker you gon' fade How you expect to drop a mixtape And go and get paid You write a song in a year I'm writing like three in a day and I'm faded. Thank you, thank you. Shout out, shout out, Baltimore. Shout out, K Man for getting me up here. Shout out, Mutiny Radio, to Mutiny Radio. Yay. Shout out, Sarah, for coming up the winters last night because it was a ball. Oh, you never have to thank me. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a pleasure. And I'm stoked. Thank you for. for oh, here's the court Krista was looking for last night. God damn it. <laughs> Where is Krista? Why didn't she show Krista? up yet? She was supposed to be here. We should like oh, cold call her. She gets off after, like, after work. If she ever answers, Does Mutiny like make Amanda, prank calls? Like, they, their no, phones no, are no, out. We, we, we tried out one. Their phones are outgoing calls only. And only oh, oh so, yeah, while you were singing the, the what rap, uh, uh, Gail was calling, I think, so we'll, we'll, oh, okay. we'll probably have a Gail break, and then we'll do another song, maybe. All right, bet. <laughs> she usually is pretty persistent on the call, but anyway. Um, we got time to yeah. burn one more Oh, yeah. And uh, so, um, let's see, who do we want to bring in here? Oh, wait, well, let's just talk to Sarah in the meantime. Hey, Sarah. Come on, Sarah. Come on, Sarah. Come on, girl. We lost lashes. Uh, we can get Anthony. So, Anthony they're taking, those guys are uh, taking a break, and we're going to Ah, Ah, good smoke break, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like I kind of want to smoke break, too. Uh-oh. But we just lost half of my lashes. Well, we can't oh, all take a smoke break. We have to have somebody do the show. All right, well, I guess everybody's taking a smoke break, and I'm the only one left to do the show. So, oh, here's Gail. All right, Gail saves the day. Hold on a sec. Hey, Gail. Hi, Gail. What are your hours now? Uh, we're four to six, yeah. We we had somebody singing while you were called in a few minutes ago, so we I, I pushed you off. Yeah, so. yeah, I got a hot, juicy piece of news for Uh-oh. you. Okay, what's the, what's the news, Gail? Well, my TV broke down. Uh-oh. Uh, I had it for five years, I guess. Right. $140, what is that, like 25 cents a day? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> now, this is the game I came up with. This is a, I'm going to win this game. What is the most disgusting thing you did as a young child? As a young child? Yeah, like, you know, young, not 10, young. Like as a kid, like pooping your pants? Oh, man, I'm going to win this game. <laughs> Does anyone else, did you taste some cookies? Did you eat a piece of cake before dinner? 
Okay. I'm, I'm hands down winner on this sucker. Okay. Here it comes. All right. Around about four, I was plotting the murders of a couple of family members. Uh. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> and the only reason I didn't continue on with the plot, right? it wasn't because I was caring about what happened to them. I was worried about what was going to happen to me, what kind of trouble I was going yeah, to get Yeah, that's a in. lot of trouble. That's a lot of trouble, Gail. Yeah, yeah, now you see. Yeah. I, I, I'm not kidding you. Yeah. I mean, geez, I, I might have got out on the yeah. side that it was an accident. Yeah. Uh, but you can't be sure. I know, I got some screws loose, buddy. Yeah. Because I'm young, four and 40-something years, whatever. I'm on the bus. There's a cop on the bus, well, cops. And I become fascinated. I have a compulsion to grab his gun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know what it is. Yep, I know what you got. I know what you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? No impulse control? No, there's... Yeah, I mean, I don't know the name, but I know what this is about. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie, I really had to struggle not to do it's, it. It's like you're acting out. You, you need attention, and this is the way you're going to get it. I don't know. Because I had to stick my hands underneath my arms because I really had to fight the urge. Yep, yep. So, anyway, you know, my government is failing me. Uh, yeah, it's failing everybody right now. Well, I mean, everyone has their opinion. And I don't think my government is taking care of this old sick lady good enough. In their opinion, they are. So, what is time? It's time to send Gail free money. Nope. Gail Free Money, okay. Seven, You're cutting out Gail. P.O. Box, <laughs> 720076. You're breaking up. I'll, I'll repeat it. It's oh, P.O. Geez, Box, 70076. I didn't yeah. see a penny of free money yet. <laughs> we have an envelope right here with your name on it. Uh, let's see. I can check well, how much is in right now. There's some dollars in here. One, two, three. No, but I don't know $3? why. This government seems to think they're doing just fine by me. Uh, do you want to? Hey, uh, hey, Gail. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to have some fun, or do you want to? Do you, you want to talk to somebody? Who's there? Hello, is hello. Anthony Medina there? Yep, he's there. What is up, sweet Gail? Gail, nothing. For days, someone oh. called me and not answering the phone when I answer and not leaving messages. Well, you actually filled up my voicemail, so there's nobody no, can leave no, a message. No, 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 don't, don't, don't play diplomatic because there are other people around. What are you Your voicemail is I, I did tell you this the last time we talked last time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this you, has happened before. There's a YouTube like video a, all about it. Like yeah. other people around. Docu documented. You know damn well your voicemail isn't filled up. Yes, it is. <laughs> I can call it right now. Well, I'm giving it to you. Last time you contacted me, you said, yeah, yeah, you got the printer. We're going to make up the papers. You know, I don't know. I mean, I invested real money with you. And I took you at face value that you're an upfront guy that weren't going to get all screwed up and start rationalizing. Fuck her. I'm not going to fulfill this. Agreement we had. No, the conversation we had, we'll talk in August, and it's still August, and we are talking, so. Yeah, well, you told me, I told you by August 1st, if I didn't see the papers, I'm going to be calling you. Yeah, and I knew that. <laughs> well, I gave you a like, papers are yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't know what rationalization you got that you can just take from someone and then have 
buyer's remorse and try to renege on the deal. Well, I, I'm right I here. I am not one to lie. <laughs> like I'm, I'm asking if that's what's happening. Money. I need a cash flow. That's the reason why I invested to begin with. Okay, and I also gave you the option to like oh, pay you out. That fucking shit. If I wanted my original investment, I would have never <laughs> invested with you. It would have been 10% on top of it. You didn't tell me no 10% on top of it. Yeah, I was telling you. I didn't like, hear no 10% on top of yeah, it. Yeah, I was telling you that like a bunch well, of times. Well, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> and you know how many times I called your number? Your number is a long-distance number. So it me money. Who has long-distance? Okay, I'm from L.A. I have a 323 area code. What do you want? Right. And that's all these years of calling you. How much money did I put out on phone calls? Now, I don't know who you're associating with. <laughs> I don't care it's if all, you have a big love in your yeah. life and it's kiss, kiss, Anthony. Uh, screw that old fucking lady. Yeah. What do you, you know, he is a good looking man. Tall, dark, and handsome. I don't care. I need a cash flow. Yeah. And people tell me that I love you. I don't know. I keep telling them it's not about that. It's about green. Green. Money. I mean, you can rationalize all you want. Your company maybe is going to go big like Apple. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah, company? Uh, you know, I got a button. The whole I got a button. That's your company. So, yeah. <laughs> $2 button. I was at the eye doctor's yesterday, and this surgeon was trying to push glasses on me. Glasses? The surgeon, man. Glasses. The eye surgeon was uh, trying to, uh, I don't know yeah, what his like, wait, premise was. <laughs> his company told him to, to push. I don't know. All I know is the world is about selling and buying. And all that money, I'm not going to, I mean, geez, if I want my original investment, and don't try to get, <laughs> don't try to save face in front of these people. Okay, then, you know you what, know, I'll, I'll just get off. I didn't know your voicemail. is full. So, Gail, do you, do, you want to, do, you, do you want the contract to continue or do you want your 10% back? <laughs> I want my money. Well, they can get you well, yeah, 100%. 100%. You get your 110% I, back. Are you kidding? How much money is it wrapped up by now? I mean, how many years I've been waiting and all those shows you were doing and everything? I mean, come on. You, I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were a stand-up guy. I mean, I didn't throw you down on the ground <laughs> and step on your neck and say, money. All right, well, do you want me to call you tomorrow, or what, what do you want? Like, do you want me to call you tomorrow, because that's all I was going to do? So, cause, like, uh, yeah, no. you're just trying to save face in front of your peers here. I, I, we barely met. I met he walked one, in here. I, I met he one guy. In, he walked in here on his own volition. Yeah. Yeah. But the two things people fear most in life is, one, fear, and two, reject. Yeah. Of course, you gotta make yourself look good in front of these people. It won't look good for you to be stiff in the uh, old. Hey, I, they asked me to talk to you. I like, talk to you. Like, I'm, <laughs> either way, I'm fucked. So it's like. Well, you. Hey, I mean, there's no reason to be mad at me. I'm not, so nobody's mad, Gail. Like, if anything, it's just like you know. I can't help my life you got buyer's remorse. Okay. Well, if anything, I'll Who's give you call. I'll give you call tomorrow, Gail. And then that way, there's no. Other faces besides you my. You told me 
you were going to get those papers up, and I told you I will wait until the middle of August. Yeah, it's still August. And not anymore. Yeah, it's August. 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 It's the Ides of August. I don't see no papers. Almost. Okay. You know, I I don't know who you're associating with. (laughs) You might think I'm a bad character just because I want to kill people. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we shouldn't let that shade the day. Okay. I'll call call you tomorrow, okay, Gail? So that way there's no other faces, all right? And be careful because she's planning to kill somebody, so. You can do this, and because I need a cash flow, my Man, government is taking care of the old lady properly. Okay. They gotta waste the money they could give to me to put fuel in that damn jet, so Trump can fly around and stretch. Hey, I could get you a TV if you want a TV. Ooh, that's, a deal. that's a deal. That's a deal. <laughs> All right. Well, if anything, uh, address and yeah, I don't want to like keep up from the other guests and stuff. But yeah, like, uh, I have another know, call, Gail. If anything, uh, I'll give you a call tomorrow, Gail. Okay. I mean, how much money are you accumulating? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you next time, Gail. Bye. All right. The what is this? The friends of Pod at Mutiny Radio. Who is this? My work is done. Oh, your work is done? Oh, what the? Oh, oh hold on. I got to turn the mics on. Uh, oh, wait. Hold on, I'm going to get your mic. Oh, sorry. What happened to the... Why is the, the feedback all of a sudden? The interrupt the phone call because that's a fucking... Oh, wait, there we go. There's... That's a, that's a G fucking move, Critter, and I'm impressed. All right, sorry. G move. Right. Is, is Critter calling in just to get in rough? <laughs> We don't have to be delightful, oh. I guess. Hold on a second. <laughs> yeah. Who is this? <laughs> hey, I hey. don't know why you're hanging up on me because the truth hurts, doesn't it? Oh, we had another color. Another. Bye. Talks about Anthony Medina. Okay. You make deals, you go by it. Don't yeah. rationalize your way out of it that I'm a dirty bitch and I shouldn't be paid. Okay. You know, don't rationalize. Okay. I mean, you think I'm a bad character. <laughs> Are you kidding me? People Who says this? You do, but I don't. Cheat and rob you all the time. You think I'm a bad character? All I'm asking you is to do what you your word. All right. You know? The word's still out. Okay. Bye, Gail. <laughs> all right. So we, we'll do another. Uh, uh, let's do the other half of your song here. Let's. Uh, since you're after your smoke, oh, you're, has your throat cleared if you're smoking? All yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see, yeah, because we got um, 20, 25 minutes left for the show. Cool, cool. So we met Gail on um, Eric Eric Lupus's show. Oh, we're taking that. Wait, the, I'm gonna, like, I want to take a picture of we're this. We're taking the so eyelash off okay, the mic. Okay, so I lost um, Sarah's uh, lash somewhere because she's trying this new generation lashes, which are, which are um, uh, what's it called? Magnetized. Magnetized ones. So one of them oh, fell yeah. on the floor. She found them, put a microphone. So now I'm gonna take it off and put it on a face. Right. <laughs> but but before you before you play the song, <laughs> I gotta give a shout out to Studio Salon because I literally walked in there and I was Fucking like, Bob. hey, can you guys like style my hair? I'm gonna throw my hair. <laughs> Oh, wait, down the street? Literally, like, yeah, right yeah, yeah. there. They like just opened up this week, uh, I think, because they were uh, They opened really... up last week, and, okay. um, like, the owner, Annie, is like, she's really cool. She was like, Oops. fuck yeah, I'll gel your hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's like, I, I'm so, yeah. have to Shout out to Studio Salon. Like, yeah, we should, we should have them come to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> that's the biggest diva we have. What if that's why they chose the name? That'd be it's cool. Devo. Go to the studio down the street. Come to the studio. Yeah, seriously. That's literally what I did. I was like, I'm at the podcast, like, right down the street at Mutiny 
Indie Radio, and they're right. like, oh, that's really cool. Like, <laughs> they, do they? Yeah. They can totally come and th- promote their yeah. business if they like. Or I don't know. I'm, I'd like to promote Quen Mejia because Miss Quen Mejia cut my hair, and she's phenomenal critter found her um on luke sour's show what's really she happening kidnapped her and she's been our 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 fucking um hostage ever since but she performed with um mr uh eddie gale who's a jazz legend at the san jose jazz festival this last weekend hmm. and she was amazing it was at the fairmont hotel and um, if you go to my Facebook page, I Facebook lived like three different videos, but I, I pretty much got the whole thing. It was, it was phenomenal. Awesome. She was like the the queen that she is. Like she just <laughs> she was. And my role was as her driver and as her assistant, just yeah. to make sure that she <laughs> and, and groupie and groupie. Well, yeah, hard. She deserves it. And she's in That's Vegas. That's what she said. <laughs> she escaped from Vegas the next day, but she's coming back tomorrow. So, Miss Mejia, we can't wait to have you back. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's. Um, oh, sorry. Anything else on? Um, yeah. What? I'm, I'm still shaking up after Gail. She's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm expecting Gail to fucking call in again. <laughs> Don't let her affect you, Dave. Uh, uh, PTSD from this fucking flashing light. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, let's let's do the next song. Yeah, All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next yeah, song is called. Uh, am I up? Yeah, you're up. Oh, I'll call. Can't hear me. Oh, wait, sorry. You're not up. There you go. There you go. Um, the next song called uh, It's Easy Living. And like I said, man, intros are kind of for the birds. <laughs> Let's see. Just have some fun. You know what I mean? Yo, shit, when I was growing up, we ain't have much. Just me and my ma, now we out of touch. These days, things change, you know. Life moves quick and we travel in different ways. When things get heavy, you need to start owning up. I think that just might be the hardest part about growing up. Is realizing that everything really depends on you. Where the hell you getting food? Where the hell you getting weed? What the hell you gonna do? What the hell you gonna do? Like I said, shit moves fast, so you better make a move. Any decision that I make, I think about before I choose. Or you just might be the one to end up the Dot your eyes, cross your T's, always tie your shoes, stay positive, try to be on your P's and Q's, you fucking puppet, go ahead, do what they tell you to, I'ma just be me, my face will be posted on the news, easy living. Uh, yeah, easy living. Uh, yeah, easy living. What? Easy living. I'm really enjoying every minute of this life I'm living. I'm free from the war, so I'm different. There ain't no more sinning. I'ma be grateful. Now I'm preaching, hoping someone's listening. Free your minds from the bonds of this fucking prison. Expand your thoughts, stop stressing, baby. Roll the spliff. I'm cottonmouth, red-eyed with sticky fingertips. You know that good, good. I need that sticky, icky. Roll me up a blicky. You can hit it with me, 50-50. You know I'm grinding. Girl, that's how we stay shining. Work hard, play hard, baby. I might buy an island. New ice on shit. I'm 
I'm blinging. Look at all these diamonds. My wrist ice cold. These jewels got here perfect timing. Like I said, I'm doing good and living happily. Rolling up a backward, hit the club and drop a stack of three. If you ain't my homie, don't you dare come through the back with me right now. This is a dream, but soon these are gonna be facts for me. I'm telling y'all. Yeah, easy living. There it is. Alright. That was smooth. <laughs> you always gotta have I have so like I was telling you, man, my songs are you never know what's coming, you know what I mean? You never know. I got a song called Suicide right next to a song called Motivate on it. You know what I mean? So um, yeah. I haven't gotten it yet, but it's yeah, like workout music, the, uh, right? The mixtape I plan on dropping is gonna be called Bipolar. Just cause it's so I I I couldn't decide between bipolar or making it kind of com- like uh, comedic. Yeah. just calling it tripolar because it's so much extra like you know what i mean it's so much worse than just like two sides like there's fucking dude there's all yeah. types of craziness going yeah. on you just walk them to your mixtape like and tri-polar. be like i'm on a boat motherfucker <laughs> 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 can anybody's dealt with the bipolar tripolar <laughs> bipolar it's like just tri-polar. what it is too. yeah <laughs> so much extra i think that's that's like a good yeah. way of putting it oh yeah okay let's do it <laughs> All right. Um, Sorry, she's doing my makeup and, and, and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I know she's. I'm not giving her much to work with. It's just like, I'm still my face. No, it's not about the face. How how long is the? Uh, if there was a progress bar, Sarah, how long would it be? It's a little dark. Hey Sarah, yeah. if there was a progress bar on your makeup, how long it's would it real, be? It's real though. We are Real almost shit. done, actually. Oh no, we just can. I can play for like five hours if I can. I mean, we're just being slow. <laughs> Did you even know? Like, <laughs> I do sometimes, and that's often while I'm late for everything. I really like the eyelids. <laughs> yeah, they're really coming like out. All the, all the rhinestones yeah. on it, they look right. Yeah. She's like your eyes are sparkly. Justice. Thank you. <laughs> Sparkles. We'll post pictures later. <laughs> it's, like Ch- it's Chantal. Like when I met her 11 year old daughter, she Chantal. sold me as like a celebrity to her, I think, and she just goes. She said, hi, nice to meet you. I'm Sarah. And she goes, your name and your voice match. I'm like, oh, I'm like you're so sweet. You're adorable. And I, sometimes I would take her clothes. But what happened um, last time I was there is um, there were a pair of leggings. And you know how I like cut up and mess up leggings and like kind of whatever. I just cut them up and I knit them and whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was a pair of black leggings. And they were in Chatel's room. And I was like. Are these yours or your daughter? She goes, honestly, I don't know. I said, okay, so I need to cut these up. I just do. I mean, like a cool, like woven, like swirl, like on the thigh, right? And I said, if these are your daughters, I'll buy new ones for her if she doesn't like them. And uh, there was a moment where she was missing her Lululemon leggings, and she thought perhaps they were them. And so she freaked for a second. But Lululemon. But how old is she? I want pedal I know, right? But so she put them on and she goes, no one in junior high is going to have any like this. <laughs> and I was like, cool. So you approve. You're right. You're not going to like hate Sarah Sparkles now because I cut up your shit. <laughs> I was halfway, honestly, I was halfway through cutting them and I realized they said limited two on them. Oh. That is the children's limited. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, I totally cutting up her daughter's leg. <laughs> Did I tell you the story of these uh, jeans I got? They're they're an express men. But uh-uh. but express, you know, the jeans in express are actually unisex, so like you really can't tell <coughs> yeah. if they're men I or women. So I was like on the rack awesome. getting those jeans and it turns out everything else in the rack was men women's and I was like, I want this pair of jeans that's thirty percent off. It happens to be my magic size and so I will so I don't even know if these are men's or women's jeans, but the they amazing fit nice. shrinking. I don't I don't, I don't think uh, women. <laughs> yeah. Many women are built my, like my skinny you. jeans. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's seen Dave lately. He's not here right now, but Dave is the incredible shrinking man. He is like 
He's going away. <laughs> I'm going away. Just don't go yeah, to anyway, because I'll be by myself. In I'm 197 now. You are 1997 right One, now? 197. What? From much larger. That's like the weight I married my husband at, <laughs> and then I divorced a 300-pound man. Oof, yeah. It was very extreme. I was... I, I could have gone. Damn, there. he was I fucking could've, depressed. I could have gone. He was fucking depressed. Hey, that's that's a yeah. That's, that's a really lot more depressed. I can't cook. Unmedicated out. I don't or untreated. <laughs> yeah, I you lost all that weight because you lost the, the munchies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he was a pastry chef, so I mean, I guess he felt like he had to live up to it. Yeah. 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 So Don Perdomo or Don Perdomo. He gained weight with the babies with me, but I had babies, so. Oh. And he didn't. It's, I sympathize. Yeah. yeah. Well, I sympathize with myself <laughs> in that moment. Right. That was rude. That made me sound very shallow. <laughs> fat and happy is a thing. Fat and skinny like, and happy. Fat and bummed and like accepting that for life is just not a thing either. You're looking very skinny too, Sarah. I am. You know why? Why? Because I've been sick for about two weeks. Oh. To my stomach. That's that would do it. Yeah. That would do it. I've been kind of sick. Mm. I mean, not sick, but sick to my stomach. Well, she's yeah. You know what I mean? Thug life. Yeah, I think there's been a few bugs going around. Actually, a lot of my... Blame it on a lot of things, but yeah, the rain is not I have a lot of coworkers that are doing, like, man, me, this yeah. is, like, looks like food, food poisoning or something, but Whatever it's not. you do. I just blame it on the alcohol. Yeah. Blame it on the alcohol. Blame it on Millie Vanilli moment. <laughs> what? All right, we'll go from Millie Vanilli to quiz, right? Yeah. Yeah, right? Millie Vanilli to quiz. Is the music coming in It's coming in. Actually, you probably could bump it up a little more. Yeah, it's all the way up. It's all the way up for yeah. me. All the way up. Yeah, this is the sub for that. And that's cranked on your phone all the way? Yeah, it's all the way. Let me crank yeah. the sub here. and you It's can coming out here pretty solid. Is it? Yeah, it might just be in these headphones. That, I mean, I can too. hear it enough. I'm just right, making right. sure it's not and, just and me. I, you know what I mean? No, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's good. good. It's a good mix when I hear it. It is so. good. All right. Yeah. There we go. Oh, it's cutting you out. There it goes. Check, check. All right. Like I said, you know... This uh, this is called suicide, so we're about to get dark for a minute. Just usually when I rap this, people look at me a little different afterwards, so we'll just see what pops off. Yo, hey, uh, this life is heavy. If I try to carry it, I'll fall. I feel crippled just by the pure weight of it all. Oh, shit. It's hard to laugh when depression's involved It's even harder to remain calm when the obsession evolves I wanna feel alive, but then death always calls Holding a gun to my head, ready to put a hole in my skull Brain spilling on a bed, blood all over the walls I carve your name in my arm, that's not pathetic at all See what's pathetic is me letting you get the best of me, nah Are you ready for the death of me? Cause I'm hitting that wall You better start placing bets, because soon I'll be gone Don't be alarmed, I embrace it, I ain't worried at all If you afraid of death, bro, you need to grow you some balls That should come for everybody you ain't special at all Everybody's fake as fuck, dog. Especially y'all And after I drop this song I tally up the telephone calls that I get They be like, quiz, I thought we were friends Yeah, you might know my name But that's about where it ends Do you know what it's like to be completely alone? To be completely out of place When you're just sitting at home? Pick up a razor I impulsively start cutting my skin Let the blood drain out Slice both of my wrists Lay in the tub, death is coming Shit, I hope it don't stop I slip my head underwater And hope the blood don't clot Damn, S U I C. I-D-E-S-U-I-C-I-D-E-S-U-I-C-I-C me Is this really the only option that is left for me? Uh Yo Listen, listen I pull out both of my shoelaces, make me a noose Put it around my neck and swan dive off of the roof 
Maybe I'll sit down and try to swallow a bottle of pills. It's gotta work, right? Look at all the people that's killed. See, me and death ain't really on the greatest of terms. And many time of committing suicide, the shit doesn't work. And ever since, my life has just become increasingly worse. One day soon, I'ma take a ride in that hearse. And when that time comes, look, I don't want no service. Even the thought of it is starting to make me feel all nervous. A bunch of people fronting, acting like my life ain't worthless. It's hard to be happy with life when it has served no purpose. God damn, I'm in a room where everybody's moving but me. I'm ready to snap and start stabbing every person I see. Pull out the big guns, I put some holes in their bodies and get to chopping them into pieces. I just picked up a hobby, damn. S-U-I-C-I-D-E. S-U-I-C-I-D-E. S-U-I-C-I-C me. Is this really the only option that is left for me? Yo. I know that death is coming and there ain't no way to stop it If you're trying to save my soul, I won't give you that option See, it's my fucking life I decide if it ends, you'll never know when I'm just building up the suspense See, I know that death is coming and it's gonna be violent You asked to pick apart my brain shit, you can see what's inside it Aren't you happy, you asked? Aren't you happy at last? You unleashed one of my demons, now you facing its wrath I feel like I'm walking on glass, when will this pass? Every time life looks up, it knocks me back on my ass Suicide is one of the only things you can't take back So when I do it it's eternal shit, I like the sound of that This whole world is fronting, always pretending they happy They all too afraid to end it, don't you put this shit past me This ain't a cry for help, this is a general warning When I'm gone, you bastards will regret that you fucking ignored me S-U-I-C-I-D-E S-U-I-C-I-D-E S-U-I-C-I-C me Is this really the only option that is left for me? There it is, there it is right. Dude, that was awesome yeah, Thanks, that was awesome. And, and who cares if it gets Holy dark? Shit. Like, seriously yeah. Yeah, good. Even it, uh, the most delightful people get fucking dark You know, yeah. sometimes the, the, the hardest thing, like, when you're writing, at least for me yeah. You know, when I'm writing, whatever the topic I'm writing is on, like, obviously I don't write this shit in a day. You know what I mean? Some of them, yeah, but some of the longer ones that more thought into, it takes a little while. I'm not, you know, I'm like manic, so I'm all over the fucking <laughs> right. place. You know what I mean? I could be like like that one day, like I said, and then I'm going to do, I'm going to conquer the world today. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to write and keep on like topic you almost have to force yourself to be in that mood in that yeah. in that depressive feel you yeah. know what i mean and it's, and I, yeah, it's I that was one of the harder songs to write because right. you know every time i would go over it because this is how i remember them every time i write a line i rap the whole thing write another line rap the whole thing like yeah. they just stay on top and you, so. and you understand why people want to stop writing about things yeah yeah i totally understand like, and i have tons of music that is like that like yeah you know, i have a uh an almost six-year-old little girl uh she lives in in Michigan, yeah. um, she's got two half sisters and another sister on the way, so it's four girls, and it's like oh, I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in and out. So it's uh, when I have like the songs that I have a couple that I've tried writing that's mm -hmm. like kind of for my kid, like for her to hear. I, I haven't even finished them. I get halfway through, and it's like, man, like it's so hard because that's something that I want to make like perfect you know what yeah. i mean like yeah exactly what i want it to be and i feel like that's uh like an artist never appreciates his work type thing like, yeah. i feel like it's i'll have it and then like i'll keep fucking adding and making yeah. it worse you know what i mean it's so like I the don't, painter I never just, stops like, Fuck it. i put it away yeah, yeah i put it away until another day you know yeah my dad was that's a painter, oil painter. To be able to do though like, so be able to stop and yeah like, 
take a step away if some because I, I do art and stuff like sometimes you can just like go too far and it yeah. would yeah. like take <laughs> overwork the painting you, yeah overwork <laughs> the the piece but I mean artists are I mean music and art like are all inspired by f- emotion right so like they say heartbreak yeah. and love right 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 it's like it's all about like and it's all supposed to evoke emotion out of people and so I think that's good because it's all relatable I mean look at 21 pilots right their whole album's about like suicidal thoughts and migraines and freaking <laughs> right. all this shitty like insomnia and whatever yeah. but it's if it's relatable then cool yeah, it's you know it's someone else is saying hey you're getting it out for me you yeah. guys know that one of my favorite um, song November Rain I totally want to get married in a little church <laughs> <laughs> no, and I wear the dress 80s like supermodel Steph- dress and this song it took Gender actually Axl Rose day. writing by himself 11 years and wow. he actually wrote everything by himself and November Rain wasn't released long time oh he wait this is Aerosmith the China whatever the thing with um What's the album that was taking like 10 years to release? Yeah, so one of those, because yeah. Don't You Cry, which all the Axel wrote it by himself, lyrics, yeah. which was funny because I was seeing this meme on um, in, uh, on Facebook album. and it says, uh, and uh, artists nowadays, Beyonce, had all those um, artists writing the one song. Isn't that Well, that's, I mean, No, 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 the Beyonce song uh, and lyrics are Who Run the World, but it's 20 writers, right? Yeah. And you have a Guns N' Roses. I was thinking Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses. That's what I'm thinking of. Axel Rose. I was thinking, yeah. I think it's Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses. That's what I was thinking of. Guns N' Roses, that album that was like the. Yeah, took like fucking forever to come out. And then it came out and it kind of sucked. Yeah, it came out and it sucked. That's November. Purple Rain, I think it's Prince. No, Purple Rain. Yeah, Purple Rain is Prince. November yeah, Rain definitely. is Guns N' Roses. Purple Rain is Prince. Yeah. But yeah. From like November Rain. Did I say November Rain? Did I say November Rain? Oh, we're yeah, just like. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I meant like. Uh, no, I didn't say November Rain. California weed. Yeah, I'm stoned. Their job is to do that, like, honestly. Yeah, seriously. Excuse me, why? Because I know your artists. I know my Guns N' Roses. Yes. Yes, I. Obviously, look at my shirt. You do. Exactly, you do. Because I noticed that shirt. My biggest Guns N' Roses experience is. Is that when the Guns N' Roses was huge when I was in college, and I once drank to the to the music of Guns N' Roses Just an entire bottle of Southern yeah. Comfort. Oh, oh man. <sighs> Not the Soko. Yeah. God. Yeah. So I that's the worst fucking shit ever. Yeah, it's rough, man. Yeah, it, it's like, yeah. You know, it's only worse. It's Rickolov. Oh, is this the Boston version Rick-a-lot? of Fernando? Uh, it's or? like <laughs> the cheapest vodka you oh. can get. Like at least where I'm from, I don't even know if it's out here, bro. Because I don't, I don't really drink liquor like that. Uh, Taka vodka. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's hard. It's like drinking nail polish remover. Uh. Man. It's pretty rough. But, you wow. know, when I was growing up, 16, 17, yeah. whatever we could get our fucking hands on, that's what we're drinking. Yeah, we usually did a pop-off and smear off. And yeah. <laughs> Mickey's. Mickey's, hell yeah. Oh, Mickey's hell yeah. Steel Reserve, 211. <laughs> yeah. I just heard about the... Did you, uh, you guys know about Two Buck Chuck, uh, Trader uh, Joe's? Fuck so, yeah. Oh, funny story. So I, I, yeah, the story came out about, well, story, the, how that winery, how that wine is, uh, came to be. You know the Franzia guy? He was basically an Italian guy who... More of a businessman than wine, the wine person. I like. And but he does now. What he did with the last, uh, since the last big wine rush in Napa, was uh, basically buy up every failed winery's name brands, and he would just make some cheap shit from you know the box wine shit and slap up some little vineyard's name on it. And that's what Charles Shaw was. Charles Shaw was actually was an actual vineyard, uh, an actual guy, and he had a thing in Napa, but he failed. He went back to doing something else. Lives in Columbus. Yeah. And so now. 
Uh, yeah, so now you can buy Charles Shaw for two bucks, or now three bucks in, in uh, Trader Joe's because businessman yeah. made a lot of money on a so rough, failed yeah. product. <laughs> so, like, 12 years ago, yeah. uh, I went to a Halloween party, like, at a house, and I was like, fuck, I'm going to stand out in this Halloween party. I'm just as Mr. Mr. Fucking Incredible. <laughs> like, what do I do? So, I had, like, $100 in my pocket, and I was like, I'm going to buy 48 bottles of two-buck chuck. <sighs> not fi- not 50, because wow. I don't have to change. I just have 100 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I bought 48 fucking bottles of two-buck chuck in Trader Joe's. <sighs> went to this party and they were like, "Hey, what's up, Bob? Like, what do you, what do you, what do you got there, huh?" I'm holding two cases, <laughs> two boxes. It, yeah, They're like two buck chuck. Let's get everybody fucked up now. <laughs> yeah, and the sad part is actually, I mean, it, the presentation is everything, and and yeah. it does. It's not horrible wine. It's just, yeah, it's box wine. It's right. all, yeah, it's just two bucks. That's it. <laughs> it's actually not bad for two bucks. Yeah. Uh, it got me through many, many periods of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's see. What do we um, do? You want to do another? Because oh, actually, no, yeah, we have only about two minutes left for the show, so we got to wrap it up. So um, let's do some plugs. And actually, Bob, why don't you go out while we're talking, and then we'll get them because yeah. we got to do have them come in and do plugs, and then we'll. Okay, say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, thanks so for having me today, too, yeah, man. It's good to it's have awesome. you. It's awesome. It's a great time. Um, great yeah. crowd, man. It's great. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, are you uh, going anywhere next to, to uh, are you just doing more open mics? or I'm just uh, Yeah, man. Uh, really, when I got here, like, the whole open mics, um, it's more just, like, for my confidence to, right, like, right. push through. Yeah. Because now, since I came from L.A. to here, There's a my, lot of my, here. <laughs> my main focus now is really just starting to produce, starting to find how more. I want more like yeah. I don't want people to just think that you can only catch me live. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I need somebody that's willing yeah. to work with me yeah. to, you know, I ain't got money like that. I came right. I came all the way from Baltimore to here with a thousand bucks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was it. Right. Getting a place, getting a spot. Some stuff happened. I had to move up here. And it's just, uh, yeah, man. So now it's like it's more or less. That was my practice, and this is like me getting kind of more serious. I want to focus on it as a career path, right. not just the open mic thing or my hobby. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of other regardless. Here, I, yeah. I'm gonna do this yeah. one way or another. I'm doing this till I die. You know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah, I so it's mean. either like, <laughs> don't want to like quote fifty or nothing, but get rich or die trying is basically the motto. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm I'm 49. I know what you mean. <laughs> right. right yeah. Do you have um, Do you have music you can live with? Wait. Do you how old? <laughs> <laughs> I know, no we're all in our 40s. <laughs> we're all in our 40s. We are? What? Sparkle, how old are you? Um, I'm 29? What? I'm 40 in November. <laughs> oh, stop oh. it. No way. I know, so gross. <laughs> no. the fuck What? I just turned 30, and I feel still like I'm, you know, 18 forever. Gra- well, forever I, young. I, I it's all about... I still feel like I'm in my teens, but the fact <laughs> is... <laughs> I've I got like three teens at home. Yeah, it's like I'm, I'm definitely old, but I, that's why I like forever. to eat little boys for breakfast because then I suck their life essence. <laughs> <laughs> oh I yeah, like and it works out. <laughs> I think. And yeah. sparkles, sparkles are, are they help? Codependency is the best. The what? Codependency is the best. Codependency is amazing. <laughs> oh sure, that's right. I that's great. Buy it. <laughs> I'll look, this, look what I did to your thing, Miss Claudia. Oh, oh yeah, we oh, great. Looks thank great. You. So Sarah, sparkles. we got to wrap up the show. Let's. Um, why don't you get the um, show book or sign? We're gonna sign the oh, show book I after the show. I would love to, but, but uh, why don't we uh, wrap we were, around? We were running and running late and I couldn't find it. Say goodbye it, to everybody. Um, we'll see what okay. I can. It might be in my backpack. Okay. I'll look for it. But if not, then that's just what it is. All right. Well, let's go around the room and say goodbye.
Thank you. Is it that Thank time you. already? Thank you for listening. This is Quiz the Kid. Thank you All for right, having me. <laughs> Thank you to Claudia for making me look sparkalicious and oh. fabulous. And, and this definite, was like definite shout out to K-Man. Yeah, Carl, Carl, thanks for getting me here. Thanks for everything you did, man. Thank you, Carl. Brother, for the rest of my life. That's I'm, my man. I'm glad I saw you last night, and I'm glad you introduced me to your friend because... Hello. We're going <laughs> to help him get, do whatever we can to get him uh, out and, and listen to. All Thank right. you. Thank you. That would, that's, means the world to me. All right. Well, thanks, Critter, and everybody. We got to go. Yep. Um, next show is coming Next up. show. This was the first official show, so do it next week. Is it really? <laughs> thanks for having me, everybody. Later. Bye. Bye. And bye. Some of them green alligators and long leg geese, some humpback camels and some chimpanzees, some cats and rats and elephants. But as sure as you're born, don't you forget my unicorn. Oh no, was there to answer the call? and elephants, but Lord, I'm so forlorn, I just can't see no unicorn. Then Noah looked out through the driving rain, them unicorns were hiding, playing sad again, kicking and splashing. to this very day. You'll see green alligators and long leggies, some humpty-back camels and some chimpanzees, some cats and rats and elephants, but as sure as you're born, you're never gonna see no unicorn. So sad, so sad, but thank you again for tuning in to Mutini Radio.fm. This is Friends with Genevitz, and you can listen some more every Saturday from 2 to 4 o'clock. As long as you don't forget, hit that donate button. Help us out. We'll make sure it goes to the right places. It's uh, mutinyradio.fm, of course, is what you're listening to, so you have to go to the page, and it's right there. So... Here we are today. I shall be getting a phone call shortly. But in the meantime, 
how many of you have seen a unicorn in your life? I'm in San Francisco. There's lots of unicorns. Trust me. Welcome back, everybody. Friends with Jenna Fitz. Uh, there's a few events today. I know that you can get out there to Lucky Fest in Modesto if you're in that area. Thanks for tuning in, but get your tickets. It's going. They're opening the gates at 3 p.m. today. The entrance is at 11th and L Street, and you can get your tickets by going to luckyfestmodesto.com or any Boyet Petroleum locations in that area. Also today, I hear Jamie Dubberly, my dear friend, is going to be performing here in San Francisco, not far from where I am, at 24th and Cesar Chavez, or in the area of Potrero, Cesar Chavez area, on 24th. We're going to get a call from him a little bit sooner than later, I hope, because I know he's starting with his session warming up today at 3 o'clock. Again, if you have something you'd like to promote, this is what I love to do. If you're a musician, a comedian, uh, maybe you're an actor, you're looking for some extras, get a word out to us here at mutinyradio.fm or check out my Friends with Jenna Fitz page on Facebook. I've had the great, distinct privilege of working with so many different musicians and artists, comedians, that if we can't connect it for you, I don't know who can. So give me a call here at the station at 415-550-0511. And you can also stop by at 2781 21st Street and Florida Street. Say hello. We've got plenty of space. We have a performance space that seats 25 to 30 people easily. And again, if you'd like to support us, hit that donate button for mutinyradio.fm. Plane ticket to your town. I wish. 
wish we were kids again I'd ask you to come out and play But you're so scary now I love you in the strangest way Oh I love you in the strangest way I, I love you in the strangest way That time we slept together as far as it went Yet though we're not quite lovers You're more than a friend In a world of black and white We meet half-tone gray We're different as day and night
sunset Do you make the bright stars flee? Time is getting late, I know you've a gift for me Old bird, I see it in your talons Glittering between the leaves Friend, I'm swimming in the shallows You're calling from the deep Shed our skins and we shake our bones and we sink like stone and we crawl through mud till we reach the sky and we bide our time. We 
investing in our schools. We stand on the side of providing a living wage for. Hey, and welcome to Weekly Review. Pardon the really quick introduction there. Uh, this is Roman. Thanks for tuning in to the Weekly Review. We just heard from Keith Brown, and as many folks know, the Oakland teachers are on strike. They went on strike yesterday, starting Thursday. So, um, sending lots of love and support out to all the teachers there and folks on strike and people supporting them. And hopefully we'll have some more information on this program today as we join. Thanks to the Anti-Police Terror Project. They have uh, they posted this video. And we're, I'd originally planned... I'm going to take a breath. I had some coffee this morning. <sighs> Wired. Okay. So originally, there's another video I was looking for. And initially, sometimes like mainstream media, like I try to avoid them because I don't trust them. And also, they have a very biased point of view. So I was really looking more for uh, independent and grassroots uh, folks who have recorded people speaking as opposed to the newscaster speaking their perspective. I really wanted to hear from the people themselves who were speaking. And I had found something, I believe, yesterday and uh, still uh, looking for it. Ooh. Great. Uh, here's a little bit more here. Thanks again to the Anti-Police uh, Terror Project, whom you can follow on Twitter, which is at uh, APTP Action. So I'm going to play a little bit more. Also, start off the show, I'm going to slow down with my talking. <sighs> I'm going to calm down. Also, thanks so much for listening. You're listening to Mutiny Radio. We're broadcasting live from San Francisco. We're on Ohlone land. Um, thank you so much for, for tuning in. We have a guest coming in later today, uh, Shahid Buttar. Uh, really much looking forward to hearing from him. Uh, lots of really inspirational things to talk about, so that's really good. And also, while I have it here in front of me, there's always there's only so much we can get to um, within the two hours that we're here, and th there's a lot to talk about and a lot of information to share. I definitely want to share information and also go over some news stories that are uh, honestly depressing and frustrating and in some ways not surprising because this is the world that we're living in and folks who are aware of that recognize this. However, we'll be getting to those stories in a little bit, but I also wanted just to remind folks that on Saturday, March 9th at noon, there's going to be a San Francisco March and Rally, Hands Off Venezuela, so I wanted to read some information um, about this so folks can participate and or tell folks who are able no coup no war no sanctions join us march 9th for a march and rally against the oh, i hate him 45's administration uh they're ugh, ugh, gross, gross. Ugh. okay it's just a natural reaction i have okay and that's the whole administration by the way i have to them okay i'm gonna get through the sentence i am gonna get through the sentence oh ugh, just fucking disgusting okay Okay, against the administration's effort to, and also, before I finish the sentence, I'm also just going to recognize that previous administrations have also caused coups in other places, and so it's not just limited to this previous administration. I have a lot of nasty feelings about previous administrations, too. So, wanting to put that out there. Okay. I'll continue. Join us on March 9th for a march and rally against 45's administration's effort to engineer a coup in Venezuela and a new devastating war there. The aggressive policy against Venezuela repeats the ugly pattern of war for regime change in the oil-rich countries of Iraq and Libya. National Security Advisor John Bolton, ugh, I'm not actually spinning because I don't want to spit on the board, but I feel the need to spit when I read that person's name, is reading from the same script, declaring a troi quote unquote, troika of tyranny in Latin America, like fuckface, excuse me, George W. Bush, uh, his axis of evil, as a precursor for regime change, first in Venezuela and then Cuba and Nicaragua. 45 officials are openly talking about seizing Venezuela's vast oil reserves, the largest in the world. It is time to show up and with a clear voice say no to the newest example of the quote-unquote 
or yeah, in quotes, uh, Monroe Doctrine, which the U.S. government has used for over two centuries to repeatedly invade Latin America and Caribbean, control its politics, and extract its resources. The White House aims to overthrow the government of President Nicolas Maduro and replace him with Juan Guaido. Guaido is a U.S.-trained operative who was unknown to the vast majority of Venezuelans before he proclaimed himself president at VP and I'm running out of expletives to use, but <sighs> thinking a lot of thoughts. Ugh. Pence. Ugh. So angry. Ugh. I get, I'm so angry about Mike Pence and have been for years that uh, I was at a, I don't go to baseball games too often, but I was at a baseball game and there's a player on the Giants whose last name is Pence and I saw the j- a jersey a fan was wearing and I got really angry. I get that angry when I see the word Pence. So gross. Can't listen to Sixpence None the Richer. It's a British band. It's a joke. I could probably listen to them. Anyway, moving on. <sighs> I'm trying to find humor in the fact that there are people in positions of power who are causing great harm to millions of people around the world. That's one of my coping mechanisms. Okay, moving on. I will finish reading this flyer. <sighs> fuckface. I call them all fuckfaces. That's, I need to be... Maybe I should come up with some more... <sighs> men with horrible behavior. That's limited description but that's who they are okay okay oh at vp pence's urging because <laughs> yeah i couldn't even finish the sentence because i get so angry ah although guaido has the backing of 45 the cia and the republican and democratic party leaderships alike huge numbers of venezuelans have marched to reject this coup and defend their independence uh learn the truth behind the u.s attacks study group on venezuela okay this happened previously um that was February 16th. Um, but the, the event, the march and the rally is coming up on Saturday, March 9th at noon. And that's at UN Plaza on 7th and Market in San Francisco. This is put on by the Answer Coalition. You can follow them on Twitter at Answer Coalition or go to answersf.org. They also have a phone number, 415-821-6545. The San Francisco action will be held in conjunction with the National March on Washington on March 16th. Initial signers of the march, there's a lot of groups and individuals who are all signed up and supporting this march as well. And I'd imagine if you go to the website for the Answer Coalition, they'll have much more info as well. And also, if you're interested in learning more about Venezuela, on the I think it was yesterday. Yeah, it's been a long week. It's been a really long year already. However, I know we're only in February. However, oh, if you go to last week's podcast, you can check it out at mutinyradio.fm. There's a podcast archive. Um, I played a uh, teach-in about Venezuela. I learned a whole lot by going there and listening to folks speak. So if you're interested in learning more and uh, also having conversations with people and helping educate each other, I recommend checking that out. Again, it's last week's episode. Also now, we're um, not only are we on iTunes and the Mutiny Radio website, but we're also on Stitcher. So if you have the Stitcher app, you can find us. It's all the weekly review, all one word. Again, uh, didn't plan it that way. That's how it happened. We'll change it, maybe can't make any promises but if you would like to listen on another platform that is also possible so here we have another brief video snippet from folks who are speaking um, from the oakland teacher strike again if you follow uh, anti-police terror project on twitter at aptp action they posted this video so thank you for them for sharing that and uh yeah we're gonna play this video and then we'll be back teacher at elmer's community prep We're going to hear from 
an amazing speaker, Manny Lopez, who is an educator who fought the cold location of a charter school and is currently teaching at Global Family Elementary School. Please, a warm welcome to one of our fighters on the ground, Manny Lopez. Okay, and again, I apologize, these are just snippets, so I'm going to look for a little bit more audio if we are able to find it so I can share that with you all. Uh, also, Unicorn Riot, which is a much more independent news source, has some info as well, and I'm going to check out their site right now to see if there's any more audio I can share with you all, because I think it's really important to hear from the teachers themselves, uh, as opposed to, again, the corporate media's perception of it, and they have an article uh, here as okay we've got some youth uh, photos of some students here and see if we can get some audio on this to play it's about 20 oh I am gonna start crying that's beautiful uh, I, I whenever I get or not whenever oftentimes if I do get discouraged or distressed, I do see all the young people out there, and it makes me feel really encouraged. So sending lots of love and solidarity to all the folks out there on strike. And there was an article recently that was, ooh, another clip. Great. Um, it's about 12 seconds. Okay. Uh, that In 2000, 2018, there was just uh, more strikes, I think, in two, 2018 than there had been in previous decades, possibly. Um, don't quote me on that. I know it's a radio show. and one should, it, I'm going to go find the article so I can read some more information. But there definitely was a lot of the teachers. Also, the teachers in West Virginia, again, went on strike. And they went on strike again so quickly that they their demands were met before the strike really had a lot of time to... This is their second one. So lots of teachers are organizing. Uh, just really grateful for all the folks who are organizing. That's great. And that's how change happens so through strikes and boycotts and riots. It's really people coming together as opposed to electing one single person to somehow solve the problems of capitalism, which obviously doesn't seem to work very well. So just sending lots of love and support to all the folks out there. So let's let's hear this. It's like about 12 seconds. And this was shared by uh, Ryan Gilley, who's at underscore hawk underscore I. And this is the Oakland Teacher Strike Day 2, Glenview Elementary, showing up strong. Let's see. Okay, and yes, as I mentioned, it was a pretty, pretty short clip here. Um, but there's lots of folks who are going out on strike and in support in the picket lines. And also, uh, yesterday, uh, the Great Theater, the, the Grand Lake Theater in in Oakland, had one dollar screenings of Black Panther and Ralph Breaks the Internet um, in honor to you know for folks who are on strike, just a way for folks things that folks can do in the meantime. And there's Fruitvale Elementary. We got some folks here, some music. We'll play this. And this was also shared by APTP.
All right. And if you're interested in following uh, me on Twitter, you can do so at Roman, R-O-M-A-N-R-I-M-E-R. I mostly share uh, articles and video from other folks. So try to share as much as I'm able to. And I'm just scrolling right now. Got some more kids, kiddos here. <laughs> And that was shared by at P R O F E Bay B A E. That's from Markham Elementary School. So lots of students out there supporting the teachers. Lots of parents out there. Here's another video. And And lots of folks carrying a banner that says fund our public schools, the heart of our community. That was shared by Michelle Dion at Shell Dion. And that was the current March chant, get up, get down, Oakland is a union town. Oakland is a union town. And W. Kamau Bell has also shared some video. So hopefully with these audio clips, I know they're, they're short, um, but just seeing and how many places in Oakland are in support of the teachers and uh, just, yeah, sending lots of love and support out there to all these folks. Oh, goodness. Okay, so this was also a clip. Uh, the teachers are saying, students, students, what do you see? And the children are responding, I see my teachers standing up for me. <sighs> Sometimes on the show I want to cry, and it's because I'm reading articles that make me so sad for the world. And then there are instances like this that are just so beautiful. So <sighs> I think that's really incredible. All right, we're going to take another music break. I'm going to wipe my eyes a little bit. I uh, often ask for music requests, so I think we've got some music requests. I also opened up the show with a band I hadn't heard from before, and this is a band called Tongue, which is uh, T-U-N-N-G, and this was from the album Songs You Make at Night, and they have a band camp. You can check them out. And going into the requests here, uh, Shirley has requested some songs by Yuna, who we played on the show, I think, back in 2014. It's been a while. So starting off with a cover of Come As You Are, and we'll be getting into some more music, and we'll be joined by our guests later on in the program, so stay tuned. Yeah. 
Things were bad. She was in despair. But things were bad. And you were never there. But things were bad. She came up for air. She said a little prayer. And she found herself. weekly review that was yuna with rescue and before that yuna's cover of come as you are doing a uh, plug for a show that's up right now in new york so if you're in the new york area please do check out this great show it's called am i a man it's featuring uh the best of san francisco fridge fringe award winner dazier grego sykes a story of pride and the violence that transforms sissies into their own kinds of men and the following dates it's happening which is tomorrow february 23rd at 3 20 p.m tuesday 
February 26th at 5.30 p.m., Sunday, March 3rd at 1.50 p.m., Thursday, March 7th at 5.30 p.m., and Saturday, March 9th at 8.20 p.m. It's at the Crane Theater at 85 East 4th Street in New York. For tickets, check out daziegrego.com, and that's D-A-Z-I-E-G-R-E-G-O.com. It's uh, $20 for tickets, uh, $12 discount tickets for students, military, and seniors with ID. So again, please check out the show if you are able Okay. Next up, um, I don't think I've ever been able to make it through a show without reading a depressing news story. Uh, Maybe, I think there have been times when, you know, I've had guests in for the entire two hours and I don't get a chance to read articles. And um, However, it's really important just to talk about what's actually happening, especially locally. And there's a story from The Examiner that came out uh, last Friday, uh, this came out earlier this week, report nearly 400 people have died homeless on San Francisco streets since 2016. And the folks at the Coalition on Homelessness say that that's actually that, that estimate's a little bit under what the reality is. Uh, This was written by Joshua Sabatini, and this came out on February 21st. Many of the homeless who die on San Francisco streets have little contact with city shelters or services for mental health or substance use in the years before their deaths, according to a new city report. The findings on the three-year homeless death report, which was presented to the Health Commission Tuesday night, show the need for the city to do more to reach out to those who are not engaged in services, according to the report's author, Dr. Barry Zevin. Zevin, who provides medical care to the homeless for the Department of Public Health, has worked for the past several years to improve the city's imprecise method for measuring homeless deaths as previously reported by the San Francisco Examiner. His new report takes a deeper dive into medical examiner cases to better ascertain who was homeless and provides additional details about the deaths, such as causes and demographics. There are 128 homeless deaths in both 2016 and 2017, while in 2018, the count was at least 135. More cases from last year are expected to be reported in the coming months. There was a concentration of deaths in the Civic Center, Tenderloin, Soma, and Mission, but these deaths occurred all over the city, Zevin told the Health Commission. Drugs like uh, methamphetamine or opioids caused or contributed to 52% of the deaths, while alcohol caused or contributed to 32% of the deaths. Nearly 70% of the homeless residents who have died since 2016 had not stayed in a shelter or navigation center in the 12 months before their death. Most people had had no stay, not even a single night in a shelter or navigation center in the past 12 months. And even if we go back to past years, many of those people had a very scant, had very scant shelter or navigation center use, Zevin said. 42% had been homeless for more than a decade, the report said. San Francisco has a relatively high number of homeless deaths per capita, Zevin said, that while New York City has about double the number of deaths, its homeless population is about 10 times larger. There are likely many reasons for San Francisco's uh, proportionately dramatically larger number of deaths, but New York City's law requiring everyone have right to shelter is likely one factor, Zevin said. We don't currently have the capacity to shelter everyone who needs to be sheltered, he said. He also highlighted that many of those who died were not engaged in city services. Although we talk a lot about high users of multiple systems, most of the people here had very little use in our emergency and urgent systems and we're even less in our primary care mental health and substance use disorder treatment systems, he said. Zevin recommended the city improve alcohol treatment services, a system that may not be put together in such a way to reach the highest risk individuals. Deanna Lawn, 
of the San Francisco Community Clinic Consortium said she hoped the report would change the way the city prioritizes housing, citing a lack of coordination between our housing opportunities, which I know are very limited, and people's health status. Lon said that those treating the homeless are frustrated that no matter how they evaluate the person's care, it doesn't seem to affect their ability to eventually get into some kind of housing situation. Fixing this, she said, will hopefully avoid some of the preventable deaths here. All right. Um, we got a call coming in, so just going to take that one moment, please. Hello, Mutiny Radio. Hi, is this Roman? Hi, yes. Hi, thanks hey, for calling in. Good, thanks. Right on. How is the um, how's the background noise here? Um, it sounds it sounds pretty sound pretty clear right now. Okay, I'm on Market Street, but I kind of ducked into the like alcove in front of the Orpheum Theater, so I think it's a little bit soundproof. Okay, yeah, it sounds great. Okay. So right she, on. yeah, thanks for calling in. Uh, feel free to introduce yourself and uh, yeah, tell the listeners what's what's going on with you. Word. Uh, my name's Shahid Buttar. I'm a uh, uh, soon-to-be publicly declared candidate for public office here in San Francisco. I'm going to be challenging Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi. Yay! Uh, in the 2020 Democratic primary. Excellent. Uh, well, there's definitely a lot of things to challenge her on, to put it uh, mildly. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, I feel like this is a time when uh, there are a great many crises confronting our country, and we would hope that our elected leaders would be uh, up to the challenge. Yes. Um, and, you know, unfortunately, for better or worse, I dare say worse, uh, you know, several generations of them have, have, have proven themselves not to be. Yes, indeed. So what inspired you to, um, for our listeners out there, what inspired you to get involved? A couple things. One of them certainly was Bernie's 2016 presidential campaign. Uh, I'd been asked to run for office for almost 20 years now, ever wow. since I graduated from law school uh, from Stanford. I went to D.C. to uh, help build the movement for peace and justice while I was uh, starting a law practice, um, pursuing a whole bunch of public interest projects related to issues like getting money out of politics and securing marriage equality for same-sex couples, which at the time was uh, very far from uh, accepted in the political mainstream. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw in Bernie's campaign success in a campaign building a movement. And so much of electoral politics has always seemed to me like a racket. And frankly, having run for office in one cycle before, that only reinforced that impression. Yes. Uh, that notwithstanding, though, I saw Bernie help the movement through his campaign, not only by shifting the discursive window and normalizing a set of previously uh, dismissed policies that now have been uh, gained credibility by virtue of his right. embracing them and his advocacy. And I also saw him mobilize, electrify, and organize a base. And that in particular uh, was an example that I found inspiring, uh, one that I wanted to try to emulate. Mm-hmm. And frankly, as I see us confront a entrenched incumbent, recognizing that it will be a very steep climb the opportunity to organize and mobilize and inspire a base that can go on to do all of the various things that it can beyond our campaign, uh, you know, both issues uh, maybe that our campaign isn't uh, necessarily working on, like, uh, but also beyond temporally, the life of the campaign. Um, you know, seeing Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez win in uh, Brooklyn, to me, seemed to some extent a reflection of Bernie's influence mm-hmm. and inspiration and organizing. And... Uh, you know, whether through the lens of a tactical victory, like taking the seat from the incumbent speaker, uh, or a strategic victory in the form 
of uh, seeing our supporters go on to do uh, inspiring and world-changing things. I'm very assured that we will win something. I'm curious to see just how much and, and uh, how broadly that victory goes. Yeah. So uh, what are some issues that you're passionate about? At the top of our platform mm-hmm. in 2020 is the Green New Deal. I am very concerned about the climate crisis confronting our species and the complete inability of our political sphere uh, to respond, given its neutralization and co-optation by fossil fuel extraction companies. Um, embedded are a couple different issues. It's both climate justice and political process reform, because as long as we have a political system that is driven by corporate money, we can predict at the outset that we won't be able to respond meaningfully to the climate crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's one set of issues that very deeply inspires me. My very first legal case uh, after I graduated law school was uh, related to Getting money out of politics, there was a law that had passed Congress uh, in the years just before, this was 2003, Mm -hmm. the Bipartisan Campaign Reform Act, known in some circles as Mm -hmm. McCain-Feingold. It had had aimed to take corporate soft money out of elections. Yes. And the Federal Election Commission started basically a campaign to eviscerate that law and undermine it by uh, issuing permissive regulations with the law. Uh, frankly, had been passed by Congress to strengthen. And uh, I was representing the House co-sponsors of that act, um, Shades and Meehan, Chris Shades and Marty Meehan. Mm -hmm. And we won that case before the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals upholding aspects of the Campaign Reform Act. Uh, This was six years before the Supreme Court in the Citizens United decision basically destroyed everything that I spent that phase of my career working on. Uh, So I've I've spent a long time trying to get money out of politics. I've watched its intrusion, its re-intrusion, I should say. I can tell a fascinating story about Senator Feingold, who was one of the Senate co-sponsors. Yeah. Yeah. uh, We can save that for uh, a minute. But yeah, so those are some issues I'm really passionate about. Medicare for All is another uh, the peace and justice movement and aligning, aligning our foreign policy with human rights yes. is a long-standing interest of mine. I've been a direct action activist in the peace and justice movement now for about 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, police violence and civil rights for the last 10 years, I've been particularly focused on surveillance of marginalized communities by local police, mm-hmm. as well as their federal counterparts. Uh, and the I don't want to describe that as a threat to privacy. I see that as a threat to democracy. Yes, yes. Uh, in the same way that I see climate, you know, the climate crisis as a threat to the continued existence of human life on Earth. You know, it's uh, these crises confronting our communities that, that are, and the need for us to better respond to them that's driving me to pursue this. Yes. Well, there's, there's a lot right there. I'm sorry for talking your ear off. Oh no, no, it's oh no, no. That's why you're you're that's why you're you're here calling in. I mean, it was more of a, a comment on there's so much that's in place right now, or at least seems in place by people in positions of power that there's so much to fight back against or to correct in a way. Mm, yes, yeah. One of the things I hear you saying, and I think you're right, is that it's not just a single policy or even any set of policies that we need to combat. It is, in effect, an entire paradigm yes. that we need to change. Yes, indeed. Oh, and also just seeing how everything is connected, certainly, with, you know, with state violence, certainly, and with policing and prisons and in corporations and how they're all in it together. Absolutely. There's a book by Michelle Alexander, The New Jim Crow, that for Mm -hmm. me was very informative about some of the intersections that amplify the injustices of our criminal legal system. 
Yes. And, you know, the fact that it's not just police violence with impunity. It's not just racial profiling. It's not just biased sentencing. And it's not just the creation of a racial caste system. It's all of those things feeding on each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you add to the mix the uh, pervasive lack of transparency yes. and lack of accountability that yes. encourages police misconduct. Yeah, I was robbed by police in Chicago in the late 90s, Ugh. basically mugged by a gang of cops outside my apartment with all of my house space. Uh, and it was, you know, an interesting reflection as a young person to encounter what our public servants are up to. Right, right. I should thank them for making it overt. But uh, it was a uh, an early lesson for me in, in, in institutional corruption. Yes. Uh, and, and certainly a formative experience in um, in, in, in baking into my view a critique of power. Yes. Well, it's really important that, you know, these voices, that your voices and, and voices like this are, are out there and people have, because I think, I would imagine more people than not have had negative experiences with police. I mean, at least in my circles, that's kind of a, re- a recurring theme. I think that's right. I mean, the only people I think who have positive experiences with police are people who enjoy various privileges. Yes. Uh, that inhibit the police from acting uh, arbitrarily. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it shouldn't be the privilege of some people that prevents arbitrary state action. It should be law and norms and accountability and policy right, uh, right. That, that should you know, extricate it from a calculus on the part of any police department as to how much privilege this particular person has. Yes. Um, but yes, I, I, I think you're absolutely right. As to the, the need for uh, for new voices, I just came from this morning. I was uh, at Senator Feinstein's office with the Sunrise Movement, mm. uh, which was there at a, uh, holding an action to promote the Green New Deal. And I was so inspired, particularly by a series of young people, and I mean very young, like 10 and 12 years old, mm. who spoke very forcefully with such moral clarity. And honestly, it was generationally shaming to me yes. uh, as just someone of a generation that has been so ineffective in, um, in challenging the longstanding domination mm-hmm. by fossil fuel extraction companies of our political process. And, and particularly hearing them and their message for Senator Feinstein yes. felt like a wake-up call. You know, when we need 10-year-olds to remind our elected leaders what their jobs are, right. something is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Yes, earlier on in the show, I was playing some audio clips from the Oakland teachers' strike, and there are a lot of students out there who are supporting and chanting, and it's just, it's so beautiful to hear their voices. Yes, and and it it speaks, I think, to, there's a culture shift happening under our feet, and this year is shaping up to me to be a very profound one in this respect, like the the mobilization happening out of labor Mm -hmm. is incredibly powerful. You know, I was on the picket line last year with Ask Me, workers on strike from UCSF. Yes. Uh, medical center, as well as Unite Here workers who are on strike for Marriott. And just in the last couple of weeks, I've had an opportunity to support uh, workers at the Anchor Union, our, our Anchor Brewery and Bar, who are forming an Anchor Union mm-hmm. in uh, the ILWU, as well as veterinary workers who are forming a new ILWU union. And now, see the teachers striking, uh, you know, down in LA and then Denver and now in Oakland. It is a very uh, interesting time in which we are living. And while in prior years, you know, I say that with the tongue-in-cheek sort of reference to the Chinese um, uh, sort of apocryphal piece of wisdom that in crisis is opportunity and Mm. interesting times are complicated times. I I see in the interesting times of this year a great deal of opportunity emerging from those previous longstanding and still continuing crises. But I, I see we the people 
flexing our collective might in a way that, frankly, I have not seen uh, possibly in my life ever. I mean, I, you know, I was born in 1974. I'm an immigrant. My family came to the States when I was uh, two in 1976. Mm-hmm. I've never seen an era of this degree of mobilization under the Bush administration. The peace and justice movement was certainly very mobilized, and I was uh, all up in it. Um, and, you know, it was part of the movement that shut down the city of San Francisco for 36 hours, the mm-hmm. day that Bush invaded Iraq, and helped shut down a Lockheed Martin facility for a day with 5,000 people Ooh, around the Bay Area. That sounds cool. I would like to hear about that if you if you have the time. Sure, yeah, totally. I'll tell you that story. It was, uh, it was um, well, and I'll finish the thought, and then I'll dive into it. Oh, yes, it. please. But even despite those very compelling, assertive, widespread mobilizations, what we are witnessing today, I think, is of a different character because it's emerging through lots of different vectors. You know, if the peace and justice movement was a bunch of different people trying to stop a predictable travesty, what we are seeing today is a bunch of different people intersecting and working through all kinds of different channels to address a whole series of travesties. Mm -hmm. You know, seeing these 10-year-olds speaking truth to power outside their senator's office, while at the same time, you know, these workers across the city in different pockets are mobilizing, while at the same time, uh, people are mobilizing still to try to combat police violence and violations of immigrant rights. You know, it's a multi-headed, multi-front struggle and movement that I see emerging today, uh, which is one reason I'm, I'm so inspired. Yeah. So you want to hear about the Lockheed shutdown? Oh, yes, please. All right. So uh, this really started in the fall of 2002. That was my second year in law school at Stanford. Uh, I got there in 2000, so the very first thing that happened when I started studying what passes for law in this country was its formal abdication in the Bush versus Gore decision. Mm. Uh, you know, the first time the Supreme Court has basically taken unto itself the prerogative of choosing a president, which incidentally introduced a very dangerous circularity in the appointment process to the court that I dare say rendered an entire body of subsequent jurisprudence of questionable legitimacy. Uh, and I wrote actually 10 years ago a proposal for how to fix that. We can come back to that. But in any case, Bush versus Gore was the first thing that happened when I came to law school. The 9 11 attacks were the following uh, fall. Mm. And in my third year, it was uh, in the fall of 2002 that the war drum started beating. And uh, it was, of all things, reading an article in the San Francisco Chronicle mm. that pointed me for the first time to a group called Direct Action to Stop the War. Mm which was hosting weekly spokes councils um, at a church here in San Francisco in the Tenderloin. So I started coming up from Palo Alto, uh, and we were organizing on campus a series of affinity groups that organized into a cluster that then executed a student strike in the spring. And early on in the, in the spring of 2003, we'd identified a Lockheed Martin facility in Santa Clara County oh. as a local target that maybe we could mobilize opposition at. Yes. And uh, after the shutdown of San Francisco on the day of the invasion, there were a whole series of major actions. There was one a week, practically, for about a month. We shut down the docks in Oakland twice. Mm -hmm. uh, And in between those two mobilizations, we'd scheduled uh, the shutdown of Lockheed Martin. So we put out the call. We organized through the Spokes Council. We recruited allies and affinity groups from across the Bay Area. And 5,000 people. Wow took the trek down to Santa Clara County, and we blocked all the entrances to the Lockheed Martin campus. Uh, People locked down um, inside PVC pipes. One young man uh, who was very uh, active in the organizing phase, I believe at the time he was a student at uh, San Jose State, he uh, 
when the cops were drilling them out of the PVC pipes, they drilled into and through his hand. Oh. And he ended up uh, passing out from blood loss. And then ultimately, I ran into him several years later and oh. come to find out that he went to the University of Kansas Medical School, essentially with his tuition paid by the county of Santa Clara. Huh. Uh, so, you know, there are interesting, uh, wow. interesting stories. There Maybe the last story I'll tell you, one of the very first collaborators that I started working with on that campaign was a, uh, a grad student studying physics um, on loan to the linear accelerator at Stanford from UC Berkeley, where he was uh, in school. He's now a, uh, an astrophysicist. He's uh, very active in uh, the Indivisible Network, and he's uh, one of the very active volunteers on our campaign. Hmm. Um, so this opportunity to work together with people who I've uh, worked alongside uh, for now decades, in some cases, is, is, is what I'm excited by and uh, feel very grateful for. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Thank you for sharing those stories with us. That's, and it's also like the kind of stories that I think a lot of us don't necessarily hear because they're not picked up by the media for the most part, or if they are, it's very one-sided. So right. it's also just really inspiring just to hear about what's happened in the past. I appreciate that, and it's it's tricky for me as someone running for office because in the first instance, I'm much more interested in the issues than I am in myself, but I do have stories for weeks, you know, <laughs> um, you know, getting arrested in the Senate, asking questions no one wanted to hear. That was a story that I feel like is uh, an example of the kind of thing. In that case, I think a lot of people did see it, but the, the idea of um, stories encapsulating inspiring moments of resistance is what I hear you getting at. Yes, yes. And I have a lot of those to share. Uh, and I, my mind tends to go to the contemporary critique of the issues we need to address, but I appreciate the invitation to mm -hmm. share some of these highlights. Yeah, definitely. So what are some ways that folks can, um, I know you've also put out the call for folks to um, gather and brainstorm together uh, with your campaign in terms of like talking about certain issues that people are working on. What are other ways that folks yeah. can, can tune in? So uh, folks can check out our social media platforms on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram. We're at Shawhid for Change on each of those uh, platforms. We also have a website, shawhidforchange.us. It's still the 2018 site where what, what, is, uh, what I describe us as soon to announce publicly, it is the website that we're working on updating at the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, but the 2018 site is still up, and it presents a fair depiction uh, of our platform. The big change will be the emphasis on a Green New Deal that will be uh, uh, more in front in, in 2020 uh, when we relaunch. Other ways to connect with us, we've been supporting, uh, I mentioned a couple of the different uh, labor mobilizations. One ongoing campaign that we've been very active in is sponsored by the National Nurses United and Our Revolution, uh, seeking uh, local support for Medicare for All. And so folks who want to support our campaign can plug into the underlying movements that we're supporting. So the nurses are one example. Democratic Socialists of America, DSA, here in San Francisco has got a very, very strong chapter that I'm a part of. Mm -hmm. um, and we have monthly meetings with uh, working groups on more or less every issue uh, that might concern someone, housing, justice, um, uh, you know, climate, the full sort of range of, of issues confronting our community. Uh, so plugging into those networks uh, is one way of helping build the movement. Um, and uh, 